Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Secret Stories from the Underground. Today, Dean and I, we sit down with actor Josh Brodus. Very uh, cool guy to sit down and talk with. We enjoyed our interview with him, and we hope you do as well. Uh, Josh has been in things like uh, Tosh.0, so many good things. We talk about it all, okay? We talk about it all. We get down to the dirty with Josh here. Uh, That didn't sound right, but fuck it. I don't care. Uh, Super cool guy. We hope to have him back in the future, and uh, we hope you can enjoy this interview. Enjoy it. Please like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. We like it when you do that. That makes us feel good. And then you get to stay up to date with all the great people that we uh, have on the podcast. So anyway, enjoy our interview with Josh. Hello. Josh, are you there? I'm here. How's it going? All right. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for asking. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm here with my co-host, Dean. How you doing, Josh? Awesome. What was your name? Dean. Dean, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. How's your day going, buddy? It's pretty good. I'm actually out in a nice little garden shop, sitting on some nice lawn furniture, enjoying the view. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Awesome. Are you in L.A.? Yeah, it's very L.A. thing to right. do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we like stereotypes. It's cool. <laughs> I, I guess I fit it. Right, right on, man. So uh, what we do here is we basically talk to people about their uh, their career and, you know, what they have going on and just kind of shoot the shit. Nothing too serious. For sure. Sounds good. So uh, how long have you been in the entertainment business? Um, for about 10, 11 years professionally. Nice. Are you, are you there, buddy? Josh, you there? Are you back? Oh, yeah. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? I'm there for a second. Are, are you there, bud? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, there you are. I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, there was some connection with the network issue. Oh, all right. Sorry, man. All good. All right, so yeah, what were you saying? Uh, you've been in how long? Uh, yeah, for about 10 or 11 years professionally in Los Angeles. Right on. So uh, where were you born? Uh, born in Pennsylvania. I grew up in Utah. That's, okay. That's, that's very, a, bit, a bit of a leap from each other. Yeah, that's very different from L.A. too. Yeah, they're all kind of different. I, I slowly made it. Josh, are you there, bud? What do you say? Are you there? Hello? Hello? Hey, Josh. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. There we go. Lost you again for a second. Uh, All we heard was a... A A horn honk. Yeah, a horn honk, (laughs) and then you cut out, man. We weren't sure if you were safe or not. Wait, what what was the last thing you heard? Uh, a, a horn. <laughs> we heard somebody honk, oh. and then he we're, we're thinking, "Oh my I'm god, maybe, maybe Josh isn't with us anymore." No, I'm still here. I'm still alive. 
Great. Awesome. Good, good. You would have definitely been the first person to get yeah. hit by podcast. <laughs> first well, that would have been, I mean, you'd have some publicity then, right? Dude, I don't want that. Not man. the way we want to go yeah, about man. it. But... <laughs> yeah, you know what they say, though. <laughs> we want to have you back. You know? Yeah, yeah no, I'm glad I'm here, too. <laughs> so where exactly so did you have your, your start there with where was your, your first kind of break that you got when you got out to L.A.? Well, I did like a lot of the high school theater in Utah, and then I kind of transitioned to like the regional theater and really um, enjoyed that kind of marriage of theater and TV. And that's when Glee was kind of in its heyday. And so goal to move out to Los Angeles and get on Glee. And that was kind of my first step into the industry was Glee. Really nice. I, that was a huge show. Yeah, it's a big, big show to get your break on for sure. I mean, it was pretty crazy to have just come from like Utah and then, you know, be next to like John Stamos. And they had just like some incredible guest stars on that show. Gwyneth Paltrow. And uh, there was just so much talent. And it was really cool to be a part of, you know, that I think it was a once in a lifetime kind of show. Um, so it was cool to be a part of that. And yeah, it definitely got me my start. So how did you, uh, uh, me and Dean were talking before you got on here, um, a thousand ways to die. That's a show that we loved. Did you play one of the, the victims? Um, I actually, I was kind of upset about it because when I got cast, I was stoked on dying and I didn't die. I was one of the, I was just another actor who, um, you know, reacted to the guy dying. So it was, it was fun though. <laughs> what was it? Do you remember what the, the story was with that? Like what the death yeah, was? Yeah, I was like, I remember that one because it was so weird. They had, I was like a, like a really blonde, like bright, like my, my hair is blonde when it goes out in the sun, it gets really blonde. And I had like bright blonde hair and like blue eyes. And they cast me as this like gothic kid, and I was like, "All right, uh, I'll go, you know, I'll go for it." And I got there, and they like blackened my hair. They put all these fake piercings on me, and by the time they were done, I was like completely gothic, and it was like you would never recognize me. So I was in this graveyard uh, with my gothic girlfriend. We're like making out on a gravestone or whatever, and this guy who had been playing golf on the course. Um, you know, disrespectfully, of course, because it's not a real golf course. It's just, it was a graveyard. Um, supposedly picked up his tees and put him in his mouth and there was poison that was sprayed on the grass from the graveyard. So he like turned into like a real life zombie and his skin was falling off his face and he came over to us and we, you know, get terrified and run away. That's pretty much it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, is that a real I... death? Is there proof that that really happened? I mean, that thing, that's the thing is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I got to be honest, I've seen Dean take like, golf balls three at a time out on the golf course, and, you know, he's never died. Yeah, no, I feel like a lot of those are just, like, that show is was a lot of uh, clickbait, if you want to, like, call it that. You know what I mean? It was, like, like, not real. Like, it was definitely, you know, TV, but it was – it was entertaining. I remember I watched that show too before I got on it. So I was also stoked to be on that show too. Yeah. Man, them yeah. bastards. Uh, I really believe that all that was real. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I also did like one of those court TV shows, and that was completely made up as well. So you just, yeah, you can't I, believe it, everything you see on TV. I, I wanted to ask you about that because actually, I got asked to do uh, Judge Joe Brown, and that once, uh, but um, it was for an actual case that I had pending at the time. <laughs> and yeah, some uh, of them do real cases, but mm, some of them don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. so so Judge Ross is no Judge Judy. Then, so that like it no. wasn't even that you that you weren't even like portraying a real case. Was it just totally made up, manufactured? Made up. I'm pretty sure I got there and it was like an improv audition, and they were like, "Oh, really? This is your mom? Yeah, yeah." They were like, "This is your mom. You crashed the car. You want to get your bonds out that she cashed them already, and you think they belong to you." And I just like improv the whole thing and like a lot of people saw it and they were like oh my god i can't believe you do that to your mom and i was like that's not my mom <laughs> um it's like on imdb i'm like credited as parker christensen i think it's like a completely different person you know what i mean it's like it's just funny but yeah though that i can tell you that ross judge judge joe ross i think or is that what it was america's but, court? yeah judge ross judge ross yeah he is a you know very great man. Can't say if he's a judge or not, but I can tell you that I definitely was not a real plaintiff. <laughs> <laughs> he's a proctologist. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. So you got a big time rush. Honestly, I never watched that's, this. I was a little too old to be getting into this. That's a Nickelodeon one. Right. right? But yeah. No, I know what it is. But yeah, that had to be that's, a big... Uh, well, you know, uh, an awesome job at the time, for sure. It was. It was kind of in the same heyday as Glee. So there was that kind of, like, big, like, you know, almost like Grease high school musical type of vibe. Singing and dancing. And it was, you know, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I it wasn't. That's another show that I, I watched and got to be a part of, which is really surreal when you're, like, a kid in Utah watching TV. And then, like, you move to a city and you're, like, on the lot filming it. So that was awesome. I was a part of a band called the Color, uh, Colorful Pants. And it was a boy band who was like the competition of the Big Time Rush band. Um, but yeah, I think my pants were yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so now do you play any instruments yourself? Or I do, yeah. I play piano um, and I sing, play a little bit of guitar and ukulele as well. Nice. He was on Glee. Yeah. Yeah, he can sing. Well, I know he can sing. <laughs> I asked about instrument. <laughs> yeah, no, it's both. It's both. So on Glee, I um, I started out as just like, uh, you know, just like a regular student, whatever you want to call it. And then I got upgraded to a letterman. So I was a jock for a lot of the time. And then towards the last um, part of the time on my show, I was actually able to dance and sing. I was part of the Michael Jackson uh, black and white which was phenomenal like again just to be a part of that show um, I was another song that really standed out was schools out black and white were like probably like my two favorite uh, numbers to be a part of just because obviously the the song but all, and just you know the talent and the message um, more so for black and white not schools out but now <laughs> um, <laughs> is that the, the Cooper? powerful sorry is that the, the Alice Cooper school's out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is also an awesome song. And I yeah, fully yeah, no, that, agree with that. Yeah, no. So 
when you guys did that now, did you get to record your own voices during any of the songs on there? Or was that no, all just they, it's all fake. I'm, I'm sorry, okay. I'm first in your, your TV magical bubble, but that's yeah, no. Um, <laughs> it, it's all separate, um, but, you know, still a cool experience to be a part of um, the music, more music stuff that I've done. That's I guess you would be able to hear is I've just licensed a song I wrote to a commercial. So that's not really on IMDb. You guys wouldn't know about that. But I, I have a band and I wrote um, songs and I've I've been fortunate enough to license one of the songs to a commercial. And they actually used my band in the commercial, too. So it was kind of oh, fun. nice. Cool. What's uh, what's your band's name? Uh, Max and the Chromatics. Cool. The middle name Friends. is Max. Yeah, very cool. So uh, what what style of music? do you guys play mostly i guess it's like uh like it's really there's not a genre that i've been able to fit it into it's kind of like swing jazz pop because it's like a modern version with like horns and piano and you know got the brass and the live bass and that kind of thing too but it's got a a modern feel to it so yeah it's different but it's kind of fun i like it yeah that's cool very cool so uh Real quick before we get too far into this, what was it like growing up in Utah? Was that kind of a strict environment there? Very sheltered, very um, very religious. I'm not going to mention anyone's in particular, but I'm sure you know the one I'm speaking of. Yeah. Um, nothing, you know, and I have to say that there's really, there's a lot of positive in that community, and I have a lot of great friends and still do to this day. But there are some parts that need to be uh, redefined, maybe fleshed out a little bit clearer, specifically with like the LGBT stuff. And so it was, you know, it was it was a def- it was definitely a community where you wanted to um, perform, and they were really good at that. It, it kind of singing stuff, but it was one of those things where like I was, you know, I'm Jewish, and so growing up in Utah. Um, was definitely interesting because you'd make a friend at school and then you'd get invited over to dinner and then you'd get to the house and there'd be missionaries at the table and it's like oh so you don't want to be my friend you just want to convert me it was a very interesting (laughs) dynamic but um there's a lot of talent that comes out of there because they are you know playing primary songs when they're three years old and they're singing and they're dancing and it's a very big part of the community there so it kind of uh, fortunately spread into my life in my high school and my, my early college years where I was able to kind of get that really uh, awesome experience. So I, I definitely was different, um, but I wouldn't change it. And uh, all the friends and experiences I've had, you know, made me who I am today. So it's definitely been a journey and definitely different than Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, I, worlds apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing I love about LA is... Uh, I don't know. You can kind of be yourself, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you don't have to put up like any bullshit, you know, front or whatever. You can just be yourself. If you are weird, yeah, yeah. Weird. Especially if like, you're weird, you know. I mean, the there's a place for pretty much any kind of weird. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like if you're not weird, like I don't know, like weird is normal for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. My well, yeah. Are all <laughs> just their own thing and very honest and truthful and that's kind of what i like it's just you know people uh that are transparent and 
and just authentic. I love authentic people. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to find. Yeah, that is definitely true. But for those of you who are wondering and listening, it is possible. But you just have to do some digging. And by some, I mean a lot. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the Joe Dirt saying? (laughs) I can't remember. Some dig it. Oh, life's a garden. Dig it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, so yeah, you uh, anyway. Back to your career here. You got Teen so, Wolf. I remember that. So next thing you're gonna tell me that werewolves aren't real either. Oh come on, dude. Are- <laughs> come on, man. I want to go to well, sleep. Well, we'll just skip over that one so I don't ruin any more dreams. <laughs> right I really feel like uh, you're, you're trying to ruin my childhood. Here. <laughs> I know. I always I feel bad because whenever I watch movies with people, I'm always like. Oh, that's a soundstage. Oh, that's a green screen. Oh, oh, that's this. Oh, that's that. You know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. We've had so many actors on here uh, that now, like, when I watch a movie and there's somebody in it that I know, that it's a little weird. And uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just like now I know so much. Before it was magical, and this podcast has kind of ruined yeah. the magic of movies for me. <laughs> See, I, I love the, the behind-the-scenes process and learning about how how all that shit works i I think it's fascinating oh me too ever since i was a kid i was obsessive that had my my high camcorder and i had this show i watched that was like mega movie magic and they talked about the special effects and how they filmed and i was obsessed with it and now i'm like literally you know getting paid to do that as an adult so it's kind of fun to have that full circle moment and just you know, take a breath in the moment and be like, you know, you made little videos when you were kids just to hang out and that's what we did. And now it's like your job. So it's kind of surreal, but it's, it's awesome. Very cool. So what was your, your role exactly on, in the team bowl? Oh, uh, I was just a, a lacrosse player for an episode. I didn't have uh, an arc or anything in that. That was another one of my first roles when I moved out here. Okay. So like he, he didn't, he didn't die in that one or something like that or. No, nothing exciting. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's still cool. Well, but... you got to play lacrosse. I mean, who doesn't like a good game yeah. of lacrosse? <laughs> yeah, right? Too bad I can't play, but <laughs> they, they had doubles to make it look like we were playing, so it's fine. I was going to say, TV says otherwise, so. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> IMDB says you're one hell of a lacrosse player. <laughs> well, that's because I was. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it looks like then you, you kind of moved into the more kind of spooky horror genre a little bit. Yeah, I've always been drawn to that, um, you know, the the occult, the spooky, the Halloween is my obviously my favorite holiday. So, yeah, and I'm kind of getting back into that now more. So it's my my next upcoming projects that aren't even listed on IMDb. So, yeah, it's lots of fun stuff coming. Well, cool. Well, what what are some of those that you got? Anything um, about? Yeah, um, it's going a little out of order, but I, I feel like it, oh, yeah. you know, 
it doesn't really matter at this point. Oh, dude, so we have ADD I, here. Okay, no, don't God. worry about that. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> circle back around. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> so I recently got into TikTok, which has been fun. Um, and I've been kind of creating content and telling stories on that, which has been really cool. Um, so, yeah, that uh, I've, I've wrote, I wrote two novels over the pandemic that are both kind of like thriller, horror genres. And... Um, one of them I'm working on kind of turning into, we filmed a short teaser for, so we'll be kind of airing that, uh, kind of teasing it on TikTok and then airing it, having a premiere with like a live stream uh, when the book comes out. So you can read the book for, uh, after you've watched the trailer kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. But what spooky stuff were you talking about? All right. So yeah, yeah. We'll circle back here now. So um, let's say you went to the... Uh, what is the I was a teenage werebear? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> that was a very interesting pro project that, um, again, don't have you know any regrets, learned a lot of lessons from it. Um, but it was one of those earlier projects that was, you know, maybe not one that you would take in your later career. <laughs> But it was, like I said, a very good experience. I was a choreographer on it. So I got to teach some dance, which was awesome. And had a couple small small roles in that. But yeah, they it was like um, an anthology. Not an anthology, but it was like a four movies in one. They had different directors. I guess that is an anthology, kind of. But um, it was just like a bunch of like different spoofs on like old timey horror movies and we got the werebear genre. So I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm drawn to like werewolves and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now I see, yeah, that you're credited for doing that Chillerama cause that is credited under the Chillerama and then you did the house of psycho charger. Yeah. So there was like a bunch of projects that came so with that. It was like a, a big one. Chillerama was like the one that came out in theaters. The we, that was the one that we went to Comic Con for. Um, that was like the big release. And then I was a teenage rare bear was the, one of the segments within that movie. And then the other one that you just mentioned, the H House of Psycho Charger. Josh, you there? Are you there? Yep. Oh. Yep. And he's still with us. <laughs> All right. What was your question, Dean? Oh no! Sorry, we were talking about the the chill around the House of Psycho Charger. Yeah, that was a, a that that was a music video for um, I Was a Teenage Werebear, which was a part of the. Bigger ah. picture Chillerama movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh speaking of like the, the video stuff, you've been in music videos, correct? I have. I have yeah, I've had my fair share of music videos as well. So who was your favorite person to uh Kelly be in their video? Kelly Clarkson? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> is that because you're a fan or because she was cool? Uh, both. Um, she, 
it was her first like dancing music video and so she was like really nervous because she was dancing in it and so she just kind of came out and she was like guys you know i'm really nervous and so we just like gave her a lot of love and she was super sweet and transparent and authentic which i love and i just went up i went into her we danced and we did everything and it went great and it was really fun routine and it was actually one of like one of her um songs that it's like one of my favorite songs of hers so i was you know excited to be a part of that as well and then after everything i went up to her motorhome or huge you know pusher and i i just knocked on the door and i was just like hey i just wanted to tell you that you did an awesome job and it was really sweet working with you and you know and she was just like so sweet back and it was a really great experience all around so oh, that's... um can't say the thing, same thing about Kesha. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, dude, come on. No, dude, you're going to break my freaking heart here. All right? no, I got the right. biggest Kesha crush, all right? It wasn't that, it wasn't that, yeah, she didn't have the same energy as Kelly Clarkson. It wasn't that she right. was mean or anything. She wasn't like, you know, she wasn't like uh, ever out, like, right mean to anybody. It was just a different energy. And yeah, I also am very grateful to be a part of that song too, uh, because that was another one of my favorite songs of Kesha's as well. So, um, but the, yeah, it was a very rough shoot. It was at like two, it was like a night shoot. So it was like all throughout the night, downtown LA, like um, really dirty. That was the look for the video. So it worked out really well, but it was just like, we were in tunnels on top of rooftops. It was exhausting. But again, I think it was definitely worth it. So when you're shooting a video like that in LA, is it hard to keep people out of the shots? You know, when, well, that, when you're doing certain things. I mean, yes, that's why they shoot it in like from like midnight to five a.m. when there's nobody out, other than the homeless. <laughs> other than the homeless, yeah. yeah. And you know, believe it or not, back then it really wasn't as bad. It's gotten a lot worse over the last decade. But that was another one of my, you know, earlier jobs, and it was pretty, pretty much just the people who were in the video. There was a couple people on the street, but they just, you know, kind of filmed around them. It wasn't that big of a deal. Now, was Chris Brown fun to work with? Chris Brown was for, was fun to work with. He had, uh, I liked his energy. Um, he had a crew that followed him around that um had a particular scent that um if you know what i mean uh very verbal uh natural scent and i just really dug that i was like he's working but he's also chilling and it was yeah. just a really it was a fun vibe and um another that was another song that was like oh wow i'm so glad i'm i was a part of that because that's another one of his songs that i really enjoy and so it's kind of a cool piece of history to be a part of now, when people find out that you've worked with Chris Brown, how many times does the Rihanna thing come up? <laughs> um, pretty yeah, like all the time. But again, it's like well, I wasn't, I wasn't like you know hanging out with Chris Brown in his green room. Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't think you were there. <laughs> he he didn't decide to confide in you. What happened? <laughs> you know, he you know he he definitely was you know was nice, but he, he didn't he didn't confide in me. No. <laughs> There was a I lot of like, you know, pretty stopped. girls that I'm sure he would have confided in first before he chose <laughs> me. Uh, that's great, man. No, it's it's a very cool uh, cool thing to have. You know, they they worked on for sure. It's a cool.
cool credit. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, they, you know, as you both of you probably know, music videos don't really pay much at all, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you're part of that, you know. No, we've done two of them. They don't pay anything. We're, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're not getting any money over here. So if you got paid, that's great, dude. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Anything on top of zero is bonus for music videos. They live in this weird, like, non, like, SAG, non-TV world. I, I don't even know how they, they get away with it, but they do, and they make them awesome. So more power to them. So are, are you a big fan of uh, herbal substances, then? Of what? Uh, of weed do you like smoking weed <laughs> I, I do support weed yes absolutely hemp weed i'm i'm absolutely in support of weed awesome awesome what about yes. edibles what are your feelings on edibles are you an edible guy um i like again any i'm in full support i have no problem with with any of it Awesome. This is my guy. This is How do you guy. feel about cocaine? Yeah. I've actually never tried it, believe it or not. Been in LA for 10 years. So it's kind, of, kind of like a gold star, I feel like I have for, you know, have lasting that long. But yeah, no, not my not my jive. I'm more the the natural uh earthbound holistic type. I gotta say, man, if you've been in LA that long and you haven't done coke yet, I think you might never do coke. You're, you're gonna be just yeah. Fine. I know. I know. I'm, I think I might have made it. You know that. Yeah, that yeah. Was like... <laughs> so okay, yeah. I don't know. We're jumping ahead here, but uh, Tosh Point This this is like crazy. I've never had anybody sit down and like list my resume and have me go through every job. This is like a little. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Josh, we lost you, buddy. Are you there? Are you oh. there? Are you there? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. I don't know why we're, we're not showing any connection issue on our side. So I don't know what's going on, buddy. I apologize. All good. All good. Um, what's the last thing you heard? Uh, you never had anybody sit down and do this with you. <laughs> oh yes. It, I've never had like, yeah, the somebody go over the resume with me. So it's kind of, um, it's a nostalgia overload. It's kind of fun and crazy to go back through the years and relive <laughs> all these different times of my life. It's kind of like a little mini time machine. <laughs> so how did you get the the gig on tosh um my i had a audition request and they sent me the script and i did a self-tape you know what they call a self-tape back in the day was not very heard of but now it's like the only thing that's up available <laughs> <laughs> um did a little self-tape at home um sent it in and got the part that's pretty much it so in that tape did you uh, have to wear a speedo in your tape that you did oh oh you're talking about okay so okay there's actually <laughs> two times that i did tosh point <laughs> <laughs> so the speedo one um i didn't have i think i just sent in a picture uh because i didn't have to talk in that one i was just literally standing by tosh while he was rapping um that one was fun like oh my god like this is exactly what i'm talking about like i honestly completely forgot about that like the pink speedo thing that's just blowing my mind right now okay so thank you for that i'm gonna have to go 
<laughs> revisit that. Um, yeah, no, that one was just a photo. But the one, there was another episode I did where I, I play a waiter um, and I had like a line and I interact with Tosh or whatever. And so I had to self-tape for that one. But the Speedo one was, I'm pretty sure was just like a photo or maybe it wasn't even a photo. I don't, I honestly don't remember. Like I didn't remember <laughs> that one. So probably I'm lying to you right now. So was uh, Tosh pretty cool to work with though? Very cool. Very, very cool. Like overly cool to me. Like, really? And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Because like I was literally like the lowest. Did he see the picture of you in your Speedo? <laughs> Maybe that's why. See? <laughs> <laughs> but no, sure. he, was, he was really sweet. And he was like, you know, he, he made sure we were comfortable and we had like robes and stuff in between. It was very, you know, very well done. I, I love to, he's one of my favorite comedians. Oh yeah. And, and I, I love the show too. Yeah. You know, I love his yeah, stand up. I love the show. No, that's, that's really cool. You are the first person we've ever had on the podcast to ever work with him. I believe so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, cool. it's very, very cool. Uh, the truth about you. What is that about? Oh, that was a, um, feature film where um I'm trying to remember there was like uh who did the heathers was that dan um do you guys waters dan no do you guys know what i'm talking about the movie the heathers yeah yeah i i, I know i remember the movie there the director um the, i believe the director of that helped produce this feature and it was just like about six best friends over new year's eve kind of come together and they all kind of tell each other the truth about everybody you know and how it's always not that pretty and it was like a kind of like a dramedy but um that one was really cool as well i got to work with a lot of awesome people and i still have a lot of friends from that actually so that was a fun experience very cool so is that just basically friends sitting down and shitting on each other then pretty like uh, much i mean oh, that's, it was that's a holiday with their family yeah it was yeah it was pretty much that we had this nice house up in the hills we shot up there for about a month and it was just us running around the house um getting into antics and you know calling people out on their shit very cool so when you're doing uh these films do you like to stick to script or are you kind of an improv guy um i i definitely love to improv i'll i, I always stick to the script um, when told, obviously, but if there's like an intuition or, you know, I, I always follow through and I just let it come out. And a lot of times that's what ends up being used. Um, there was a I did this movie called Dragula and, um, that was really cool. got to work with Adam Shankman. Um, he directed that he has done like, um, he did hairspray and, um, rock of ages. And, uh, I think he's doing this enchant he did enchanted i think he's doing the second enchanted so he's got like a really awesome eye for that um so was that a musical as well it was yeah um i didn't get a sing in it um i i auditioned for like the lead role who is this you know this young guy kind of coming out of the closet and performing drag at his um i think it was at his like school talent show and i wasn't I wasn't really right for that role. So they had me read for like the best friend. And so I ended up getting the best friend role. So he didn't really sing. He was more like the supportive, like ally friend. But, um, 
that one was, you know, that was a cool experience. Uh, I forgot why I brought that up. What was the, what was the question? <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, shit, man. <laughs> Everybody I don't know. I was, I was paying so much attention to what you were saying there. I do not remember the original question. Oh, Sometimes them get away from us. Yeah, we all lost it. It's all good. It's Did all we good. say that we uh, support the herbal substances? <laughs> yeah. Did we mention, yeah, we mentioned how much we love marijuana. <laughs> well, we can't remember shit. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, that's going to bug me now. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, I know. It was right before that. Oh, man. We were talking, talking you know what I love about when this happens <laughs> is when people go back and they listen to it. They're like, hey, dipshits. This is, you know, yeah. we can't figure it out. And it's a major life. Everybody else is going to be able to know. They'll have the courtesy of being able to rewind. But we don't have that in real life. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is. Yeah. There's no rewind button here. We can't go back. So. It's lost forever. It is what it is. What do you got, yeah, Dean? Comes back, you... comes back. <laughs> well, yeah. Let, so moving on from there, there's um, the the truth about you. You play Alex. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? There. What was that one? That one was the best friend one with the. Uh, oh, that. Okay, all right. Cool. Hey, all right. I think that one led into the other. Oh, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. maybe that's where we, we, might be on, we might be on a I thing know, here. Kind of we almost, almost looped it around here. <laughs> trying to remember. Okay, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, we're yeah, right there. The 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 West Side. Uh, yeah, West Side Swordley. Oh, so that that's uh, is that is that a musical as well? That yeah, that one um was just like a uh, kind of like a music video short, which was really cool. I was like a dancer in that. Um, did like the splits, you know, or like the toe the toe touch in the air kind of a thing. Um, and yeah, there were swords, and it was at this awesome warehouse downtown. Yeah, that's right. I, I yeah, I wanted to ask it because the description for this is interesting. It says. Yeah, the jets chase the sharks over a fence and land in a warehouse with swords in their hands. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do, like, you gotta check it out. They did a really cool job filming it for sure. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So after that, you did the L.A. to Vegas, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, how was that? That was really cool. That was a short-lived sitcom on Fox. Um, but they had an awesome cast. Um, I'm, I'm going to forget his name. Oh, what's the, the what's the, the main David dude? The, what is it? Was it, it's David Duchovny that's in that? No, not David Duchovny. The, I don't know what's it's the, the guy who was in American Horror Story, like the first dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dylan McDermott. Tell him, yes, there. <laughs> he was cool. He was the pilot in that. Got to work with um, yeah. a lot of cool actors. I was able to do magic in that, which was fun because I did magic when I was a kid. So it was, it was fun to bring that back. Um, but yeah, that un unfortunately um, didn't make it to another season. So my character never came back. But I played a, a, a Penn and Teller, half of a Penn and Teller duo from Las Vegas. 
Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes of that because yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was too. So, like, honestly, have you have you ever been really disappointed that something like that hasn't been picked back up, or do you just pick up and move on to the next project? I mean. It always is kind of a little disheartening just because it's not just you. It's an entire crew, you know, the whole cast. So it's a little disheartening. But for me personally, I I try not to dwell on it. I I focus on the future and, you know, everything kind of leads in the direction of, you know, the flow of the universe. So I just kind of try to go with each ebb and flow, not try to get too down about anything. Yeah, makes sense. Good, good mindset to have. So growing up, uh, did you come from a supportive family when it came to wanting to be in the entertainment business? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Actually, my mom wanted to do the same thing, but her mom didn't let her. So she was like very adamant about like taking me to voice lessons and dance. And she was like literally chauffeuring me from, you know, from the age of like six, seven, eight. I was in theater. So huge support system my dad's a painter and a doctor so he's creative in his own right and he would you know play the harmonica with us and so they weren't necessarily in that industry but they were very supportive in whatever their kids wanted to do my sister ended up going into medical research my brother is a lawyer and I ended up being an actor and they kind of they didn't they were never like oh you have to play piano or you have to do this it was just like oh you want to do this well well facilitate <laughs> so was there ever a time that you wanted to do anything else like what did you ever want to be like a firefighter or <laughs> well my first job that i ever wrote this is so funny my first job that i wanted i had this toy limousine and i thought it was the coolest thing ever and i just wanted <laughs> to be a limousine driver i just wanted to be a limo driver that ah, the glitz and glamour um, <laughs> i know right so so <laughs> impressive and I like even had like, I had like a visual of like the posters that I would like post on like telephone poles of my limo service. I don't know. It, right. um, but that was more of like a little kid thing. When I got older, I, I had actually started a couple businesses. And so I think business is another side that I really um, enjoy and I can kind of get into. I actually own uh, my own business now too. So it's kind of, uh, you know, all part of it. I have an LLC where I write scripts and create content and produce music and stuff like that so it's you know they kind of work hand in hand it helps to have that business mindset with uh the artistic mindset as well because it's um very different very nice so you've got a lot of outlets there between acting music and writing yeah i i i i have to be doing creative things i have to be creating or else i just (laughs) don't feel fulfilled so when the world shut down, how did you stay busy then? Yeah, that was a real transition for me. I had started writing scripts um, prior to that, just a little bit before then. And um, one one of them won an award, and so I was trying to keep that going. Um, really enjoyed writing my own content and you know, obviously acting in it if possible. But when the pandemic hit, it was kind of one of those things where nobody was really looking for new scripts. And so 
I was like, well, how am I going to get people to read this? Or like, how am I going to get my story out? My most important thing was I wanted to get the stories out. So that's when I decided to write the books. And so I wrote, um, I wrote one book that was actually an actually an adaptation from two of my screenplays that I kind of put into one novel. And then after that, I um, had this really crazy experience out in the wilderness and book about that. And so that kind of kept me busy throughout the pandemic, um, writing uh, the two books and trying to stay sane. <laughs> so uh, without giving too much of the story away, can you tell us a little bit about your incident in the woods and how much mushrooms did you eat Josh? <laughs> it was before i actually that's not true i shouldn't say that i'm, I'm not sure <laughs> at what point there was um there was i feel like you have to wait for the trailer because like it's all in the trailer that's like the teaser trailer we're working on um right uh, yeah we we don't we don't want to give too much away yeah we'll just say there's um the character experienced some real life-changing events and tries to escape into the wilderness and he comes across um this oasis and that's all i'm gonna say all right so all when right. does the trailer for that come out um this fall so the best way to know when exactly would just be to follow me um on instagram or tiktok or youtube and if the best best way to know about when it is going to be released is if you go to joshbrodis.com and sign up for the newsletter email kind of a thing you get a discount for all the books on the, on the site and in addition to that you'll get notified when like the trailers you know coming out and the books and the audiobooks and the paperbacks and all that good stuff uh do you also get like a, a headshot of you in the pink speedo is that a thing what? <laughs> What do you wait? What he wants your your From name Tosh? your Tosh point yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? You want me? To... Do, do the fans get a picture of you uh, in your in your Tosh gear? Oh, um, if they follow no. you, no, that's no. not part of the mail letter, the newsletter. <laughs> it is it's not part of it? No, I. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if there's a special request, I I would I could work something out, but no, I don't. Normally. You gotta go. You got to go over to OnlyFans for that. How did you yeah. know that? I was in a pink Speedo. Did you look up the episode? <laughs> oh, dude. We, 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 we're fans of the show. The things I think about at night before I go to bed, we don't discuss here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough said. Yeah, if he answers it, it's going to creep you out. Yeah, we do, we do research, man. We do a deep dive. You know? Okay. Fair, fair. Yeah. Yeah, we got your credit score here. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> nice job, by the way. Hey, okay. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. So where are yeah. we at, Dean? On the uh, we're we're catching up to to now. So, um, what was Legion? You said you were Tweaker Bill. Legion Bill, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite acting experiences. One of my favorite acting experiences so far. The other one would probably have to be the past forward the Prada film that I did had um, David O. Russell direct it was just crazy but that um, that one yeah definitely a crazy experience working on such an awesome show uh, it was on FX and the, the lead was 
Dan Stevens. He, he played the Beast in um, Beauty and the Beast. That's and, the Marvel, right? Yeah, Marvel. Uh-huh. Yeah. FX Marvel. And yeah, he it was really surreal because the audition was like really intense. And then when I got it, it was like, they're like, Oh, you're going to be in a scene with Dan Stevens. And then it was just like me and him at a table. And, um, it was really awesome. He was super kind. Um, talked about his family. We both left to camp. Um, and it was an, another awesome experience just cause I got to go through the works of the, the, you know, the special effects makeup team. I was like a high school student, uh, one day and then I was like dying of cancer the next and then uh you know I was tweaking I was a tweaker the next day so they had me make me look like this wholesome boy that like went to drugs and then he got cancer and it was just like it was a it was wild that they had they had me in a bunch of different looks and it was it was cool to be able to go through those different emotions as an actor in such a short amount of time very cool that's um, the life of a tweaker. A lot of emotions in a short period of time. <laughs> you know what? So I have learned that's something else that I haven't tried, but I did a lot of YouTube research for that role and it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's sad, honestly. It, yeah. I, I got a buddy who uh, I, I do stand up comedy with who was a, a meth addict for about 10 years. And the only thing that I can tell you is if you can outlive it, you become really funny at stand up. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not good. not a good life. It's really scary. It was it was hard to watch, honestly. The it's just like you're watching a a shell of a human. They're not really. It's just like they're just reactions of chemical, you know, products in the brain. It was really kind of disturbing, but it helped me get into that place for sure. But now, um. Now, while you're talking about with auditions and that, have you had any other like uh, just stranger, weird requests or anything that you've ever had to do for an audition? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have I'm to tell me more now. <laughs> no, I mean, there's as an actor, you get play every role in the book, and yeah, a lot of times it's just not yeah la is a fun place all right so have you gotten a role offered to you that you just absolutely refuse to play that character yeah that's actually the same (laughs) audition that i'm thinking of (laughs) yeah it was for um sort of like a vampire movie but they wanted me and my uh they wanted to show my butt and I was not okay with that. And then they were like, well, we can do you in your underwear. And I was like, uh, read the script. And I was like, still not okay with it. And so they, <laughs> so was it because yeah. the script wasn't solid? Like the that... script wasn't worth showing your ass. Yeah, for, was it? <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, no, it's like, if it was, you know, there, if it makes sense if the story, if it's in the story and if it's, if it's helping the story, and it's a good story, then I would consider it. But it was none of those things. Yeah. You're just not about Flash and took us for nothing. You know? <laughs> no. I don't no, blame that shit you. ain't free. Right. <laughs> I, I don't blame you, man. Hey, you know, everybody's got a price. You know, it's got to be worth it. Don't I mean, blame a price me. And hopefully, you know, some kind of pride. 
Well, <laughs> so, so you're saying no to the porn business is what you're what you're saying. We're not ever going to see you. Yeah, make that jump. I'm. I have not uh, done that yet, uh, and I have no plans of doing that. So, no. Only <laughs> Hollywood's a hell of a place, my friend. <laughs> I mean, never say never, but so far, never. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, real quick before we get off here, do you have anything coming up that you have dates for? Right offhand. Um, not dates, like I said. If you guys, um, if you if you if you follow the follow me on the socials and sign up for my email uh, at joshbrodus.com, you'll get notified of the dates as they come out. We're still in post production for uh, Moonrust, which is the next project coming out. Like I said, that should be in the fall sometime soon. Um, but yeah, other than that, you can just check out my TikTok, my Instagram. I have a lot of content on my TikTok more so than on my Instagram. Um, but yeah, uh, no, no dates yet. So did you, uh, build a TikTok following pretty easy or did it take you a long time? Um, I started in March and I'm about 200,000. Oh, nice. Awesome, man. So do, do you like the, do you like the video trends and that shit that they do on there or? i'm more into the storytelling aspect so i know tiktok kind of has like its own vibe um i fit into like a specific niche of that vibe where it's like you you have almost mini episodes so you'll see like um one episode and the end of it it'll, it'll be like like and follow for part two and so that's kind of like that's how i get my followers is i'll post a story with a cliffhanger and they want to know what the next part of the story is. And so I'll just get, um, when I go, I just did a, my last series was called the haunted book and I've got maybe like a hundred thousand of my followers just from that one series because it was so popular and so many people wanted to know what happened. So it was, it was cool because I was writing content. I was able to create, you know, and still have, um, you know, something to show for at the end. It was, it was a, a lot of work. You have to treat it like it's, I, I would film my TikToks like I, uh, on set, you know what I mean? And so it would have hopefully the best quality as possible. Awesome. Yeah. We'll check you out on TikTok. For sure. Be, be, and uh, YouTube is coming next, um, w- which will kind of lead to the more long form. This is the short form kind of like portrait, you know, TikTok. YouTube will have the more like cinematic uh, stuff on that. Awesome. So do you already have a YouTube channel set up? It's under Josh Brodus, but there hasn't been any, um, none of the projects have been released yet. So like I said, the best way is to sign up for the email list at joshbrodus.com. And then that will notify you when uh, the YouTube kind of launches per se. And that first Moonrest video drops. Awesome. Right, yeah, we'll cool. keep an eye out for that, man. And uh, we'd love to have you back here sometime soon. You know? For sure. Yeah, it was awesome hanging. Awesome. Well, uh, you take care, Josh. Look both ways if you're walking around the city. All right, my friend. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Danny. You guys take it easy, okay? All right. Awesome. Be, be safe, bud. Have a good one. Take care. Right, you too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye.